Welcome to the My Curious Colleague Podcast with your host, me, Denise Veneri. We'll be talking all things consumer relations with a focus on consumer product goods organizations and the brand specialist and analyst roles and responsibilities. So if you like CPGs like I like CPGs, marketing, insights, and caring deeply for your consumers, well, take a listen. Hello, my curious colleagues. In this episode, my guest is my colleague, Helen Horsham-Bertels, Principal Bago Consulting. Before founding Bago, Helen was a customer care leader for over 25 years, having worked for companies such as Avon Products, Reader's Digest, and most recently, Starwood Hotels and Resorts, where she held global leadership roles for customer care, guest experience, and guest communications. As a consultant and trainer, she now serves a diverse clientele, including hospitality, of course, healthcare, real estate, CPG, which we love, and cultural and community services. Her work includes unconscious bias training. We'll talk a little bit more about that, intended to build awareness and drive behavioral change. Helen is a longtime member of SOCAP, the Society of Consumer Affairs Professionals. She was a board member and served as chair in 2017 and continues to be an active volunteer in support of SOCAP's programming. So hi, Helen. So happy you're here on the podcast today. Hello, Denise. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you. So you know, you've accomplished so much in your career, most recently, as we mentioned, in the hospitality industry, working in so many pieces of the business. And when I think of hospitality in my little world, for example, hosting guests for a weekend, you know, I think it's it's really about them and making sure that they have the experience that, that I want them to have, that they have the soap and they have the towels and they have the muffins that I that I bought, probably. So... I know this was an earlier um, focus of yours, that guest experience, and continues to be. So I'm just wondering how, you know, how did you find yourself focusing at one point a little bit in addition to on the staff and employee experience? So that's a great question. Um, and you're right. The My, my focus hasn't moved um, entirely from the customer experience. That is remains critical to business success. Um, but I made the employee experience a higher priority in my work at Bago. And there are a couple of things that, um, that or experiences that made me shift or expand. One being the work that we did at Starward on uh, data link, uh, linkage. So we work to find relationships between various sources of data. For me, what was important was the link to find if there were, were links between guest complaints about our staff and our employee experience data, our guest experience data, all other data that we were collecting that, that could um, provide us with those insights. What we found out, which was great, is that um, there were relationships between supervisor effectiveness and uh, engagement, employee engagement. So those two things related to the complaints we were hearing from guests about our staff, as well as guest loyalty. 
So better, higher supervisor effectiveness and high engagement levels resulted in lower guest complaints about our staff. Another thing that we found out was that leaders who communicated well, listened carefully and built trust had less guest complaints about their staff. Remember, I, my focus was on the guest experience, but what we learned really informed some of the work that we could do around our staff as well and our supervisors and leaders. So that was really helpful to have those insights. The next thing that happened was our work or the work I did with my diversity and inclusion team at Starwood. And that work was focused again on guest complaints because that's where my focus was as a customer service um, leader. And what our guests were saying was they were experiencing bias um, from some of our employees. So we wanted to better understand what was going on. We reviewed all of the data and then we decided that we would take our diversity and inclusion training that was only down to the manager level at the time out to the front line. So we developed a pilot training program and went to one of our hotels in Manhattan to conduct this pilot. During that time, what we learned from the group of employees who were with us, most of them women of color, were that they were experiencing um, what we'll call today bias from on the part of our customers, on the part of our guests. They were condescending, they were disrespectful. So, and they, they felt this would, these were behaviors that they had to just take. It was part of their job. And so while we were there to pilot diversity and equity and equity, diversity and inclusion, sorry, training for our employees so that our guest experience would be better, we had to walk, we walked away with um, information that led us to develop protocols to care for their well-being. Basically, we wanted to also shift their mindset to the understanding that we were there for them. Their well-being was important and that we had their backs. So those two um, set bits or pieces of work really informed what I do today. So after leaving Starwood and founding Vago, my focus was on customer service training and consulting, but always with the employee as part of that, the, the employee experience as part of that work because the service experience has two sides. It's not, it's not one-sided. And so that's what led me to the work that I do today and the DNI work um, and those insights from the employees with whom we spoke really drove my focus on, on bias and now on conducting implicit bias training. Got it. Thank you for that. Um, you know, and, and speaking of that training, I know that our audience is probably at different points along that journey on their understanding and maybe trainings that their company has offered on D&I or now DEI and often B for belonging and unconscious bias work. Can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, at a high level, what you and your partner Muriel are doing in terms of that work? So Muriel Watkins is a, an H, a human resources consultant and DEI expert. So we brought our two worlds together, my customer service 
and customer experience work and her work uh, to look at um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and implicit bias. So we developed um, consulting opportunities focused on DEI and training focused on implicit bias. So that, that collaboration um, is important because it ensures that, that we're looking at this comprehensively, that we're understanding, bringing her understanding of, you know, of, of HR, DEI, and um, the policies and practices within an organization that can um, impact the, the goals of, um, of diversity and inclusion. And my side of it, which is the customer, the customer service side, the employees on the front line who um, interact with customers and the experiences that each side of those interactions, um, each, each individual on the, sorry, the employee and the customer, those experiences relative to bias. So bring, bringing my background, my experiences um, to the picture as well. And so it's been a really great collaboration. Um, we've, we've seen really good success um, with the training that, that we've provided to our clients so far. The training itself is um, focused on helping our, our, our participants um, understand what bias is, how it impacts the workplace, how it impacts relationships between um, us and our colleagues, as well as us and our customers, and um, where they come from. So bias, you know, come develops over time. It's a lifetime of programming that 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 um, that creates the biases that we carry. We're we're not even aware of the bias that we carry. So the the training really explores bias. Um, from a, and, and builds awareness so that based on that awareness, we can better self-reflect and come out of that self-reflection with a desire to, with a un better understanding and a desire to, to change as well. So when you're working with um, an organization on this training, talk a little bit more about what the outcome is to the team as a result of the, of the training. So the training really is about inclusion and building a culture of inclusion and, a, and an inclusive culture embraces all of our differences. It embraces diversity. So we know that bias gets in the way of inclusion and belonging. So we have to address it. We have to confront it. So when your employees go through this training or you deliver this training to your employees, what you create is, is an environment where your employees feel more comfortable relating to each other differently. We build awareness. We, in, a, in training, people self-reflect in training and they walk away with a different perspective. So when they come back to the office and they come back to their interactions with customers, 
they're different in those interactions. And you as leaders, you as leaders, you listen differently as well, and you behave differently. We talk about upstander behavior and allyship. Upstanders say something and do something, and allies support. Okay. So that's what we are at the end of all of this creating. We are creating um, a culture that is truly inclusive and a culture where everyone feels a sense of belonging. They feel supported. Got it. How would people connect with you, Helen, if they wanted to learn more about Bago Consulting and the, and the work you do? So the easiest way would be to call me at 914-760-0633. I'm based in uh, Westchester County in New York. Um, or you can email me. The easy email address is info at bagoconsulting.com. I would be happy to talk about the training that we do, why we do it, you know, what, what it's intended to achieve, and, um, and how we do it. So how we develop the content um, in collaboration with our clients so that it is as customized as possible. Do you have a volunteer group you'd like to give a shout out to? So my shout out is to Trailblazers Camps. I um, am on the board of trustees and I chair the DEI committee. Uh, Trailblazers is based in Brooklyn, New York, and they're a youth development organization. Uh, they've been, as they say, touching the lives of thousands of uh, young people for 130 years or more. And so they develop um, outdoor experiential programs for youth. Uh, they do after-school programs, day camps, and overnight camps. And their ultimate goal is to create a world where all people have opportunities to go outside, grow with it. So it's re it really is about um, growing children and young people differently and giving them exposure that otherwise they wouldn't have. Love that. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, and um, you can find information about Trailblazers okay. at www.trailblazers.org. Perfect. And I'll include that in the LinkedIn post. And and thank you for taking time out of your Sunday to talk talk with me on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it and enjoyed it. I appreciate you taking um, an interest in the work that um, Muriel and I are doing and um, enjoy the conversation and um, truly appreciated your you know, give, giving us the opportunity. Thanks so much. If you've learned even a kernel of an idea or was inspired by this episode, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcast. Be sure to share out the hashtag CPGCX because CPGCX really and truly rocks. You have been listening to the My Curious Colleague podcast with Denise Veneri. Thank you for your time.